I tell people health is two-pronged. You know, some things happen to you and you just have to respond to it. But if you treat all of your existence like that, where, you know, I'm just gonna deal with it when the wheels fall off, then not only is it usually gonna be more costly at that point, but your quality of life is gonna severely go down. Okay, so hello. Welcome to episode 55. We're 55 in. We just celebrated our one year of podcasting on episode 52. Yes. So you are into moving us. Two. Yes, you're um, moving us into year two of podcasting. So um, you were just complimenting us on this setup. And it has been kind of a um, whirlwind to figure out setup. And because when, whenever we first started this, we had white walls. Yeah. And so now there's like, you know, stuff on the walls that looks more attractive than what it did at one point. And um, anyway, it's been a journey, particularly with technology. I've mentioned that so many times. Technology oh, yeah. is, yeah. I can't imagine what all this costs, but it looks really efficient. <laughs> it, In theory, it is very efficient. I, and maybe I'm just dumb. That is on the table. <sighs> I, me just being dumb. Um, but anyway. We're entering into year two, super exciting. Today we have Carly Yoakum with Ascension Chiropractic. I'm very excited to have our guest on today, but first and foremost, let's read a review. This is from Kelsey M. She says, the Warren Amounts Agency has been so great with helping us make sure we're saving as much money as we can while making sure we have the best coverage possible, especially with our life insurance. You definitely won't be disappointed working with anyone within this office all great people so thank you to kelsey for leaving us a review that's so sweet <laughs> um peak and pit something that's going really really well i posted i don't even think i've shared this with you so i posted on my stories um and i just said hey like you know we're always open to having more guests on the podcast if you or someone you know mm -hmm. would be interested in coming on and sharing products and services that you offer or your friend offers, family, whatever, like, please reach out, blah, 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 blah. Right. Two people. Nice. Set me your name. Okay. So, um, so nice. I know I was like, Oh my God. And the fact that I didn't even consider it before I'm like, uh, duh, we have to get her on. We have to talk about this. You're actually a client of ours here yeah. within the agency. So like it just made sense. So, the response from that, I feel like, was so good. I'm so grateful. And now yeah. here we are. We're having a conversation. So, yeah. anyway. Yeah. What about you? Um, so, peak right now for me. Yeah. So, the office recently has been really busy with more families and more mm, kids, which okay. is definitely different. There's there's more of a stigma around chiropractic being for middle-aged men, neck pain, back pain only. And we really don't follow that model. So, it's, it's hard when you're... It's also kind of a pit or a valley a little sure. bit. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, you don't really want to say no to anybody, yeah. and you just want to help people. Absolutely. So you're definitely more money-driven than what you would like to admit. Yeah. Like your mission is to help people, but you're trying to make an income, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so year two for us has been about refinement and like improving systems, improving procedures, mm -hmm. um, really trying to serve people that we not only align with, but we know really needs us and mm -hmm. maybe they don't know that they need us yet. Um, so we've been really blessed in the office with having a lot of families and kids. 
because of that, we also really loved our footprint for our office initially. Mm -hmm. um, and now when we do get large families in there, it's becoming very chaotic. Yeah. It's very hard to keep it a peaceful place. We have, um, we do the best that we can, but we have concrete floors. It's very noisy. Sure. Voices echo over mm -hmm. that. So we're starting to see more kids with sensory processing disorders or Interesting. Okay. ADHD or severe yeah. anxiety. And so those don't really complement each other well when kids are just being kids and being yeah. loud. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of sound like not a bully, but a little bit because you're having yeah. To well, you have to control and, yeah. the environment yeah. that you're creating. It's your business. Yeah. So, so we're trying to create that culture and, yeah. and cultivate um, peace and just rest and relaxation. It's a safe place for people. Um, so it's been a blessing, but now we're having to be cognizant of how do we maximize the space we're currently in? Absolutely. So we're in it for a little less than four more years. And eventually we have big goals and visions for mm -hmm. what our future space will look mm -hmm. like. But for now we have to, you know, kind of figure out what's yeah. working and what's not working. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. So. Um, what is my pit? Um, hmm. This morning I did not read my book. <laughs> I've been really consistent about, honestly, for the past like two or three weeks, waking up and reading my book, and I didn't do it this morning. Yeah. Uh, but I told myself, you know, I am listening to a podcast this is, that is, you know, in the same realm of conversation as the book I'm reading. So yeah. that kind of balances me out. But I do wish I would have managed my time a little bit better. Yeah. So do you get up super early to do that? Um, I wake up at five. And I try to get to the gym by 545. Mm -hmm. I've been running consistently like five minutes behind every day. Yeah. I usually don't get there until like 550. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What's your pit? Um, hmm. Kind of along the same lines. I, Being pregnant, I was like, I'm going to be just pregnant right here and super fit everywhere else. I was <laughs> at my lowest weight, you know, before this mm -hmm. pregnancy. And I, this is baby number three, so I was definitely at my heaviest with our first, second one I was lower, this one I was lower, so like really like in the right healthy range for my sure. height and everything. Sure. Um, and it's just hard, you know, like we had two kids in the office, mm -hmm. we, one running to school, um, doing all the things, so I've just, it's been very difficult to get up early, and that's when I prefer to work out too, is to... Mm -hmm get up at crazy times like four o'clock yeah. even if I could get my workout done I can, I'm the type who can come home and go back to bed if mm -hmm. I still need more rest yeah but if I don't allot the time for it then I'm kind of sure still so yeah probably that I yeah. really missed even just getting up a little earlier than the rest of the household to get things going for the day yeah so. I, I really um what am I trying to say What's the word I'm looking for? I really appreciate my alone time. Yeah. And just, you know, getting my thoughts in order for the day. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that so much. So I want to reintroduce you again, Carly, yeah. Ascension yeah. Chiropractic. Yeah. You are kind of the office manager role, mm -hmm. from my understanding. Right. So if, if I say something incorrect, yeah. please correct me. Sure. Um, and then your husband mm -hmm. is the chiropractor, and mm -hmm. he is more the clinical side and then you're more the business side and right. I'm sure you guys obviously come together yeah. on those things as well yeah. so um 
backstory to how we originally met. You came in our office. Do you remember this? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, you came in our office. Both of you came into our office and just introducing yourselves. So sweet. And something you said, I don't really remember what it was at the time. I don't think I've ever shared this with you. Or maybe I have. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, you said something that made me go, I wonder if she knows Danny Waterman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you said something about Florida might have been Florida. Might have been the Gustin family, um, who also knows them. Okay. I realized that we were all like more interconnected than we. Realized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that ha- and in the moment, I wanted to ask you, like, do you know these people? And the conversation just didn't allow for me to squeeze that in. So time went on, and then I think, she, if I remember right, she is the one that brought it up to me. I think that's right. Shortly after. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, I just met them. They came in the office, blah, 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 blah. Um, So anyway, we kind of had a very strange Mm -hmm. but awesome encounter in the very beginning. So um, how since that transpired? Mm -hmm. I mean, did you guys even have doors open at that point? Do you remember? I don't think so. Because we opened, I always have to think about what year it was because it all blends. But I think it was March 22. So I feel like we were just kind of... Anywhere we went, we were introducing ourselves to sure. people. Um, I think you guys opened just a little ahead of us. Yeah. Maybe a few months or something. Yeah. But September of 21. Okay. Because I remember seeing you guys, like, painting the walls and, you know, stuff on Instagram. Okay. Somehow I, funny. I spotted you guys there first. Yeah. So I knew when we were in town that we wanted to um, stop by. Yeah. Just kind of get to know other yeah. small businesses. So yeah. I love that. Even if you were just sharing on Instagram or Facebook here and there. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, Danny's husband, Dr. Gabe, and my husband went to school together, but Dr. Gabe was several trimesters ahead. Uh, okay. So we kind of, I kind of got introduced to them right as they were getting ready to leave for Florida. So I really did not know Danny very well. Mm-hmm. And then I was reminded that she's from this area mm-hmm. originally. Yeah. And so just realized how connected everybody was. Yeah. Where are you originally from? So I'm... I don't like to claim it, but uh, Topeka, Kansas. So I'm from that area. Okay. We lived in Lawrence for a while. Okay. Um, we spent four years there while he was in school, and I was going to Topeka to teach. Okay. And then he was going to Overland Park to go to school. Okay. And so I kind of tell people more Lawrence, but we're from Topeka. And What's bad about Topeka? Not. I'm not. I don't get it. I'm not in it. Um, there. It's even. I shouldn't say bad, but you know. No, what I mean. it's just. It used to be more family oriented. I feel like it's just gone down downhill a lot. Like okay, over the years. So, okay, I get um, you. I get you. Yeah, there's some different groups there that people know about, and they don't have great reputations. I get so, it. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. So, you guys opened in 2022. Mm-hmm. How did you even get to that point? Like, because can you be a chiropractor and not like? own your own practice is that an option and then what were you doing prior to how did you guys get to that point yeah um with when their boards are scheduled they have about four different five different board exams that they Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. unless that's changed since he's been out of school and with where they were lining up um, you had to wait like six weeks before you got results even though it was on a computer so it was kind of hard because they would graduate they completed doctorate school so they have that title officially but you cannot legally practice unless all of your board exams have been passed 
So basically, he graduated. We were waiting on whether mm-hmm. or not he actually passed mm-hmm. for the last one. And sure. it just took some time. So we were really spinning our wheels trying to be proactive and see where we could mm-hmm. open because we always know, knew we wanted to do that on our own. Yeah. And it was just very challenging because we're trying to get a business loan. You don't really know for how much. Yeah. Um, you can't confirm that you're going to be able to practice. If yeah. you had to retake board exams for any reason, then it's at least waiting to have that on the schedule and then another six weeks on top of that. That's chaotic. So yeah. <laughs> it sounds really chaotic. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. really tough, especially because we already had kids. So we just we just sure. did everything kind of crazily. Yeah flying by the seat of our pants. But every time we tried to be proactive and maybe like look at a space, get something sort of on the table, it's like it, it didn't matter. We would get that pulled out from under us because we didn't have any confirmations of anything. Yeah, so yeah, that wasn't their fault. That was just like Yeah. The way it is. Yeah, putting yeah. the cart, you know, before absolutely all the right things. So he could have gone and practiced in another office. That's called being an associate doc somewhere. The problem with that, um, without sounding greedy, is that they take on all this debt to become a doctor. It's a drop in the bucket. With oh, what you 100%. Make. It's great to like yeah. make some money and like fifty or sixty thousand dollars as an associate doc is not absolutely like anything to be ashamed of. But to carry that title and to have worked so hard, yeah, no, I don't think that's to anything that. to be ashamed of. Yeah, no, it's just. For a doc, I mean, like any other doctor, a medical doctor, a dentist, they might walk into something that's already been established where they don't have to be the business owner, mm-hmm. but they can come in and be that clinical um, person and, yeah. you know, start working right away and start making that really, like, amazing money that mm-hmm. people usually tie to those yeah. titles, and chiropractic's not really the same same way. You're mm-hmm. working for other business owners, mm-hmm. so their budgets might be smaller. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're only just, getting a fraction of the cut. Right. And long-term, maybe you guys considered this, maybe you didn't, but long-term, it's going to be overall better for you guys to build an asset right. that you own, right. that no one else owns, no right. one has the rights to. I was in dentistry for seven years before we opened this up, and... Um, mm-hmm. My brain just lost it. Oh, I worked for, whenever I was in hygiene, I worked for Heartland. Mm -hmm. So, again, you could go there and be an associate dentist. Um, But overall, it's going to be best for the dentist or the doctor, whatever. I'm sure this applies to really any kind of doctorate degree, where they can own their own um, rights to to the patient. And that sounds very strange, and I don't mean that in, like, owning people right. I mean that you know if if you work for Heartland you have to sign a contract stating that you won't work with these patients for X amount of time walk, after you walk away right so um, anyway I don't know if that's anything at all that you guys considered but yeah there's so many perks to that so he graduates right and you guys now what like how long did it take to get from okay we found out that he passed mm-hmm. and then opening doors Um, Honestly, that took, I want to say, more than six months. It took like seven or eight more months. Really? So after graduation, it was, after graduation, actually, it was a year and three months. After finding out he passed, Mm -hmm. it was about seven or eight months. So it was really long. We had a lot of like other kind of hurdles. We were 
selling our house in Lawrence. We moved in with his mom temporarily. That was just a, we just needed to do it kind of mm-hmm. thing. Didn't want to try to buy something in the middle yeah. of COVID where sure. it was really a seller's market at that yeah. time. So we sold our house, sat on our money, moved in with family just mm-hmm. to kind of get things going. Mm-hmm. And then we knew we wanted to cross over from Kansas to Missouri side. And we had to figure out, there's like additional testing for that to practice in the state sure. that we could do. Mm-hmm. Just little things to try to get the ball moving. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what it was. It was yeah. like saving our money, building social media, yeah. Which raising kids still. I want to get to that. Yeah. I want to get deeper into that. But you guys have a very strong social media presence. Um, yeah. You're probably the person with the strongest social media presence that we've had on the podcast um and that's not to say that the other people aren't posting i just don't know that the level and the frequency is quite as much so i think you should applaud yourself for that that's so that's taking a little hiatus this week and i've been trying to like that's going to be more my job when i have this baby too because it's been like doing five or six jobs in the office so when i'm home Mm -hmm. maybe not immediately but when i'm home i can start to really like again plan that out yeah at least high frequency consistency and yeah. all of that and that's yeah. where I try to yeah. educate and make things yeah too so. absolutely thank you for that yeah. yeah oh my gosh it's very noticeable okay. so um okay so open it up yeah how did you guys figure out your roles he obviously has the license yeah so he kind of has to be that role right like you said that you're doing all of these different jobs mm-hmm what are all those jobs and how are you shifting into niching down to wanting to, you know, primarily focus on the marketing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he always jokes that he's the laborer and <laughs> like, so we wouldn't work without each other. He's complimenting me and he's like, she does everything, but I also couldn't do it. Absolutely. Him, so. Yeah. 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 Um, we just, I was finishing teaching. I was teaching middle school gifted language arts mm-hmm. and he was getting, close to being done and mm-hmm. was like, do you want to do something different? Is this a time where we could evaluate that? And I was like, maybe I'll be a nurse, but I was just throwing random stuff sure. out there. Yeah. I loved language arts and English and teaching. Politics was very strong in education. Mm-hmm. Parents, I'm not going to lie, are very difficult in education too. Kids are great. They're hard, but you could always start over, in my opinion, with kids. I've heard that so many times yeah. over and over again, that that is such a strong issue. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah, it's one thing to be involved. And it's a hard line to like. Sure, absolutely. Because like I wasn't a parent during that time. want to advocate for my kids too. But there's definitely a line. Yeah. So really just like anybody being upset is a bad day for you at work. Because mm-hmm. you can't hurt feelings or upset yeah. people. So yeah. that's where it was really politically heavy. But yeah. I, he was like, you don't want to be a nurse, you know. And I thought about x-ray. We knew we were going to do that in the office. So they started a nightly rad tech program at Mm -hmm. Cleveland, which Mm -hmm. is there in Overland Park. So he would go, it's about 33 hours a trimester. It's like a full-time job. He'd be there all day. And then I would kind of tag in, he'd take care of the kids and I would go out there for night. So I was doing that for night school, getting that going. I didn't want to just be, I told him his glorified secretary, although he never treated me like that. I just knew I wanted to do more if I was going back to school again. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what I got done with um, in a little under two years time and knew that that was going to be my role. He was going to be the chiropractor and then we were going to have to work out 
kind of everything in between. So I knew I would manage the front desk stuff, Mm -hmm. admin stuff, phone calls, scheduling, all of that. And he did help with that too. But now that we've hired a couple of girls, we're starting to distinguish that Mm -hmm. even more. Mm -hmm. So what do we want to take him out of, free up his time so he's on the floor. Um, So there's more efficiency and flow again. Um, We've had a lot of roles where he's been taken off the floor to talk about finances, how do you pay for this, what does care look like, and what do I recommend, why do I recommend it? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about it, there's really not other doctors, like dentists isn't going to sit down and talk to you about mm-hmm. the finances. Mm-hmm. You know, those front desk girls are going to do that, or, staff Absolutely. or other staff members will Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. That's, that's how yeah. it was, 100%. Yeah. Right. So it seemed... Why it seemed so natural to factor him into that initially, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, I think he understood the number side of it mm-hmm. more from a clinical stance than I did. Mm-hmm. But I handled, mm-hmm. you know, taking payment and other things like that. Up yeah. There. So we've definitely blended the roles quite a bit, but I was yeah. very strong on the admin side. And he's very strong, obviously, on the clinical Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, you know, we've had this conversation several times here in the mm-hmm. office that that secretary admin role is critical to the flow of the office there were several times where when i was in dentistry where you know i would get frustrated with the front girls because i'm like you know your role is important if you're not doing it right it affects me yeah and flip side you know they if i'm not doing my portion of how to help them out rightfully so you know you should be frustrated with me and we we need to have some sort of efficiency here so that way everybody can operate on all cylinders yeah and it takes that position for those cylinders to work right yeah so that's such a it's such a um underrated role yeah i mean period um it just is taking care of patients and, and making sure that they're happy following up. Um, one of the offices that I worked in, they would do patient follow-up calls like, Hey, how did you, after we did that, you know, filling and blah, blah, blah. How are you? Yeah. Are you good? Yeah. Um, you know, do we need to look at anything else? Um, that's critical to yeah. making sure that a, a patient or, you know, in our case, a client feels, um, good about who they're working with. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. So, are you excited about moving into marketing? Yeah. Or, or like um, having a primary focus as marketing? Yeah. I think it's the primary focus because, yeah, when you're juggling so many different yes. things, oh, yeah. like it's hard. Like, I'm consistent for a while and then I feel myself slip. Yep. And it's nice that you're not critical. You know, maybe from the outside looking in, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem that way so much. But mm-hmm. I'm my toughest critic, like most of us mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to just focus on a couple things. Yeah. So that's what we've told the girls mm-hmm. since hiring them, too, is, like, right now you have to kind of learn everything. Mm-hmm. That's more for, like, somebody's gone, somebody's out. You can handle it. But I do want to capitalize on everybody's strengths. So Absolutely. I mean, he wants yeah. to obviously just adjust, and he should. And I want to kind of focus on community marketing and, you know, networking in that way mm-hmm. out there physically. Yeah. Because when we were slow – we're not very busy, you know, he wanted me up there ready to take phone calls. I'm like, well, phone's not going to ring if I'm not out there doing stuff yeah. too. So absolutely. it's kind of this weird little conundrum it absolutely. it's just a two-man show. Yes. But, um, yeah. Now that's going to free me up to be able to do that. Yes. I'm actually excited to delegate some things out. I, I'm kind of type A, kind of OCD, and I thought that that wouldn't be my jam. You know, I wouldn't want to do mm-hmm. that, but... 
No, it feels really good to be able to hire people and focus on their strengths and empower them to do what they That's need so to cool. do. So we'll distinguish between the two girls, like where they feel comfortable Absolutely. and what they like to. But right yeah. now we're just in full-blown train on everything because this big Growth mode. So, yeah. I mean, right. period. You guys yeah. are in growth mode. you got to, you know, like you said, delegate. And I know that's hard for a lot yes. of – I think it's hard for anybody. But then – for business owners, the, the, the source of the, the income, it can be yeah. difficult to hand that torch over. So for you to kind yeah. of do it with ease, kudos to you. Well, I think I think if you, you're making it sound very easy. I think I would struggle a little bit more than what you have struggled. Um, I'm just such a, like, I'll get it done. Like, I'll, like, ask me, you know, and then I'll get pissed off later that yeah. – I have all these things that I need to get done. It's like yeah. I'm the one that signed myself up for it. It's so yeah. stupid. That's what we do, though. We wear 10,000 hats. And yes. Need to do, like, oh, you're going to do it the wrong way, or you're taking, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe I don't say that, but you're taking too long to do something. I can just do it. Yeah. Or I'm just right here. Yes. And it's like, no, yeah. just have to breathe. And Absolutely. Let it be. And, and they like, will figure it out. They'll, fi- they'll fly better, you know. Yes. Just kind of really push a little bit. So. Absolutely. So, you have figured out your role. He's figured out. He knows his role. Everybody's moving and grooving. We've got people on the team now. You're figuring out environment. You're figuring out marketing. So what exactly do you guys offer? Like, who's the ideal client for you? What are they coming in for? Like, what is their chief complaint? What are they What are they asking you for? Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to know more about... I, I've never even been to a chiropractor not once ever um so obviously for for you know this but obviously for myself I want to know what what that entails well um we have a day one day two process and on our day one we're typically doing all the exams and things like that Mm -hmm. which for adults or somebody older than the age of 16 Mm -hmm. we're doing scans which Mm -hmm. they are called our neuro scans or insight technology Mm -hmm. and then we're also doing x-rays um we try not to radiate kids if we don't have to but if there's a good reason to there's trauma or something like that then we're going to do that before we just guess and start moving Mm -hmm. things around Mm -hmm. um but because like i said we're seeing more families we're seeing more kids now i'm trying to get the word out there that neurologically based chiropractic care is really different from kind of the ordinary pain-based model which to each their own and for chiropractors who do feel really comfortable like the sports um the pain model the musculoskeletal system and things like that I think there's a need for them too. That's just not sure. That's just not our absolutely. Area. And now that you say the neurological, mm-hmm. I've seen you. Uh, you talk about that on your I, social media. I do try to a lot. Okay, yeah. I I remember that now that you say that. Right. So when you hear somebody like me say principled chiropractic, they're talking about neurologically based care, like the idea that if you treat things well from the inside out, you're going to have a better expression of health. Um, and your nervous system that is so good. commands all of your body it tells your body to do uh, yeah. literally every function mm-hmm. um, that happens automatically without you thinking about it like mm-hmm. breathing um your intestines moving food through your body mm-hmm. like you don't have to command it to do that but your nervous system does that um so the types of people that we're seeing now are people who typically have kids with some sort of issue like brain fog we see a lot of kids now for bedwetting issues mm-hmm. um, something's not talking right to the rest of the body interesting um adhd high sensory um 
Yeah, there's quite a bit of that. And we haven't had a whole slew of complex cases just yet, uh-huh. but I feel like with where we're at in business, with where we're at education-wise, we're starting to see people perk up to that. And so mm-hmm. when I do educate on, it's not just for back pain, Bob, or you know, your grandpa or something like mm-hmm. that. That's what I have in my right. mind, 100%. Yeah. Like that, and, and I've never even been to one, so I don't even know where I've acquired this concept, but. Right. Um, I'm so great to know that it goes beyond that. It does. I mean, it's, I tell people health is two pronged, you know, some things happen to you and you just have to respond to it. But if you treat all of your existence like that, where, you know, I'm just going to deal with it when the wheels fall off, then not only is it usually going to be more costly at that point, but your quality of life is going to severely go down. It's just a degradation of life at that point because usually like a full-blown you know your tire exploding on the side of the road is not going to be repaired so you're having to do overhaul and damage control at that point whereas if you were to maintain your car aka you know your body and the one home you have to live in your whole life then preservation of health is going to be much simpler and probably much gentler so wow i mean none of us are getting any younger but i do believe you don't have to be condemned to this mindset that it runs in my family. That's just going to happen to me. Oh, I love this. You can change the trajectory of your health yes. at any point. Absolutely. So. I love this. I love yeah. all of that, especially when you talk about um, it runs in my family. Yeah. You know, it's it's something to consider. Yeah. And it's not, it, it can't be completely eliminated from the equation. Sure. It is merely a contributing factor, literally in the textbook. And I mean, at least on, on my end of the yeah. of the ordeal whenever I was in dentistry it was all of these things are contributing factors right. we don't really know a cause yeah quite frankly all of these things combined yeah. are the cause right you know right. so I love that that is it sounds like to me heavily taken into consideration whenever you guys are treating patients right um and I think, I don't know, I just, I love that. And I've never known. Right. I mean, subjectively, you want to take, you want to hear people's story. You want to hear what they're going through, what they're dealing with. But Mm -hmm. when we ask people, like we focus on goals more so now than we ever did before too. I tell them, I want to know like, what, why are you here? Like, what do you want to get Mm -hmm. out of this experience? And a lot of times the goals start out with like, I just want to be pain free. Like I get it. That's that's a part of it. Like most of the time, again, we've, We've probably had underlying re- things going on for quite some time. Yeah. That's manifesting in the form of pain. Absolutely. So once that happens, it starts to disrupt our lives so much that we are forced to do something about it. Um, so it makes sense that that's the first thing you want to get rid of. Yeah. But I do educate people that if you're looking at a pie, then pain is just 10% of that. And so with neurologically based care, we're going to recommend a higher frequency. We're going to be more expensive probably. Um, I know those don't sound like good things, but it really puts, it's in how you look at it. It can empower you to make changes. Yes. Or you can be condemned, like I said, or you can, you know, identify as whatever label you have or whatever label your kid has and just think that that's how your life's going to be. Yeah, but You absolutely. deserve to enjoy your life. Absolutely. And to have hope and answers and healing. And so to me, it's more empowering to know like, yeah, I'm going to have to work for it, but mm-hmm. consistency and time is going to get me there. I mean, what else in life is right. not like that? Right? I'm going to tell people, I'm like, I'm going to work out one time. And yeah, right. I do. If that was on the table, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't be 
too proud to say I'm going to take the easier option, but it's just not how life yeah, works. So absolutely. health that is health that really addresses the root cause instead of band-aid fixing the issue is going to demand more of you. I love that. I think that you're going to, especially by sitting here talking about it, having a conversation about it, you're going to really attract those patients that desire that, you know, and you're going to, the other people that are more pain driven and one and done type of situation, they're not going to be for you. That is okay. Yeah. Those people that want, you know, piss poor coverages and you know, they're just not for us. And that is okay. They are allowed to live their life however they want. Well, let me compliment you on that though, because you educated me really well on insurance in the beginning too. And I remember talking to you and where I was sitting at in my house and we were going over it. And, and it was a couple conversations, but I'm like, mm-hmm. nobody's ever explained it to me like that sure. before. You just know you need healthcare yes. or you just need insurance yeah. and you have to cover your bases. Yeah. So most of the time, you know, with insurance, we're shopping based on the dollar too. Yeah. Just like we get those phone calls like, do you accept my insurance? No, we don't take insurance because mm-hmm. insurance will try to dictate how we yeah. how we address what's going on mm-hmm. with you. And if it's mm-hmm. not an acute injury, they don't want to cover it. They make more money with you being sick than they do with you being yep. well. We're just not incentivized to be well. It's, yeah. it's more cost effective really in the short term to be sick. Yep. But um but you educated me really well on that too. I've met well, good. I'm, I'm happy I've to met, hear that. Yeah, I've met a hairdresser in a totally different field who's educated me on why I should pay for her because she's radically more expensive but she uses low tox products and I like how I look better. Yeah. And why that's why that's more the route to go. I yeah. could go the easier route and pay Absolutely. cheaper insurance or cheaper hair or cheaper yes. health, at least from a present standpoint. But, you know, in the long term, those things are going to pay dividends because Absolutely. you covered yourself well, you educated yourself, yes. you took care of your body. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, were given, you were given value yeah. in some capacity. Someone, someone said, hey, you know, you could do the $5. Yeah. Um, plates that are disposable yeah but you do own a dishwasher yeah and you have these luxurious glass plates and it's just awareness and knowledge of what of what could be so i love your guys's philosophy that is absolutely amazing i am a dummy in the category of chiropractic honestly anything that is outside of dentistry i'm a dummy so I'm grateful for you to be here and to educate me and to educate the audience so that we are making informed decisions yeah. for ourselves. Yeah. So I know you mentioned earlier a different office. What exactly does that look like? I know you, you don't really care for the concrete floor, or maybe not even necessarily concrete, concrete floors, but the way that the noise carries yeah. through the office. Yeah. So in an ideal situation, what does that look like for you? And what does expansion look like for you guys? Yeah, so at first, the open concept seemed really nice for families because, mm-hmm. like, if you're coming in with your kids, you can see over in the corner, they're away from the front door, mm-hmm. kids are less likely to be mm-hmm. running out in the parking lot yes. or something. Um, and they're off to the side, noise is kind of controlled, open bay adjusting area, there's just two tables side by side. Mm-hmm. Um, the concrete floors are really aesthetically pleasing, but mm-hmm. they're just so noisy. So future office to us looks like 
I mean, we have about 2,000 square feet, but it's That's probably... a good chunk yeah, of office. It really is a good size, but we need more rooms for individual exams. Absolutely. Um, we need more rooms for our scanners. We have... What we will upgrade to will be two sets of Insight Technology mm-hmm. scanners, so that way we can have dual exams going Absolutely. and not just stuck on one and waiting for that room to clear up. Um, but basically, we envision a slightly bigger space, mm-hmm. uh, more rooms. I didn't think that would be part of our vision because lots of walls seems to not be most people's vision in their houses, mm-hmm. in their business, mm-hmm. whichever. Um, but I think it's going to control the noise better. Maybe sure. it's like the fabricated hardwood in the future mm-hmm. with soundproofing underneath mm-hmm. it. Just going to have to spend the extra money there. Sure, yeah. Um, and honestly, like... For some of our high sensory kids, I've wanted to invest in like busy boards and things on the walls oh, and yeah, more, that. you know, isolated to different rooms yes. so that way they've got a little something to entertain them. Yes. But for HIPAA purposes, they can share in more quiet spaces. If you know we have a financial thing that we need to deal with at the mm-hmm. front end, absolutely, not everybody's hearing that either. Mm-hmm. So just trying to be more cognizant of people's experience overall it's just a little bit more pleasant oh i love that so like much that. so that means a lot to us too i just want people to have felt freed up from stress and not yeah. adding to their stress a yeah. little bit because it's it's crazy so i love that yeah that's so cool do you guys want to have multiple offices or do you want to stick to one i think just one i think some people do try to duplicate a lot i mean if we ever did it would maybe be one other it would just mm-hmm. if it's a part of our future it's just not something we have had the door open to yeah yet. yeah and at that um, point do you would you consider an associate right yeah okay I think to once, manage the other one yeah, yeah I think once our lease is done at the place that we're currently at in Raymore um we will probably hopefully be able to hire an associate yeah I, I can't imagine we wouldn't be mm-hmm. but I'm just saying at the latest that would probably be about the time we do that so we can also open up our hours we could have some Friday hours, we can have some Saturday yeah, hours that's if we true. need to, if, Absolutely. if it really turns out to be a high yeah. demand. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of backed off of crazy hours, just one, because there are trends with chiropractic, but also because we've tried to preserve our family mm-hmm. time too. Yeah. And our kids took a hit, especially our daughter, you know, she's been part of this for since she was 10 months old. So mm-hmm. we've always been going a million miles a minute. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, she's going to be eight. We have 10 more years with her. Yes. You're like, then she's going to be gone. Yes. And so we're trying to preserve our time with our family. It's too. challenging. We don't have any kids, but whenever you own a business and I mean, even for those that are just very mentally invested in their career, it's the you know, it's kind of the pulse of the whole ship because yeah. it pays the light bills. It, it pays does. for the water bills. Yeah. So it can be tricky to separate. Yeah. You know? And when you have a bad day, it's on you. Like, you can't really blame it on anybody else. Oh, I love this. I mean, you, you could try, but you can't <laughs> you can blame try. it on anybody else. I, I love that. My parents are into that, <laughs> and they want us, you know, to come back more often. And I'm like, I know... You want a 50-50, but it's it's honestly still going to be like 70-30 or 80-20 because I just can't load up three kids and drive for three hours round trip and it be nothing, you know? And they try to relate. They're like, we had kids. We know what it's like. I'm like, 
but you guys didn't have divorced parents. We both do. So when we go, we have to Do they have like, a business? They didn't have a business. I mean, lots it's of factors different. that are different. Uh, yeah. So even when we're not in the business, you know, like you're still working on the business and yeah. the place. Yes. I hope to not do that forever. That's part of the idea yep. that you can walk away and your yeah. business will still thrive. But yeah. for a while, it's just you with your foot on the gas. Yeah. So if you do lose sight or you do get distracted, yep. it feels like your business sort of implodes yeah, a little bit. So absolutely. Yeah. You have to keep your eye on it. We had on um, Devon and Andrea West. They're, they live here in the area. Yeah. They've got um, a real estate agency. Um, and they were talking that the boundary that they've kind of created is because they're both in it. They both are doing. I think I. Yeah. Oh, what? I don't think I live. I don't think I heard the podcast. I think I saw some images oh, okay. of them though, and it's all that they were here in Pleasant Hill, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And she was telling. She came on the podcast, and we were talking similar conversation. Yeah. And they have one specific room in their house where they don't talk business. Yeah. That's kind of the boundary that they've created. Yeah. Me and Jake will try to. Um, you know, nothing more after eight o'clock or yeah. seven o'clock, and I can't even give you a specific time. That's how messy that is. Yeah. Um, but it's important to set up those boundaries so that way you are getting time to yeah. spend with your family, and you are still extremely focused and invested into the business. Right. So that's so cool. Um, the main thing that I wanted to get was m- making sure that we understood what kind of uh, patients you're seeing yeah. and what are the what do you think are the top three appointment types that you guys see top three especially as of late would still be um kids i think with bedwetting or brain fog issues that's kind of the main one with kiddos it okay. seems like right now um or sleep issues we'll consider that like a one and two and then for adults we're still our reach is still growing on social media, mm-hmm. so I feel like once our presence is even more known on that, mm-hmm. maybe people will do more research on us before they decide they want to come in. Mm-hmm. So it will change the way that we educate when they do mm-hmm. come in based on how much they know. But for those that are coming in still kind of cold to it and mm-hmm. don't really, haven't been to a chiropractor or have only been a handful of times, sure. for adults, we're still getting adults typically that uh, want to improve mobility um Mm, we were having like pregnancy you know we were kind of low on the pregnancy side right now just like people have had their babies so we're kind of on a downswing with that um but i would say mobility and headaches still that's kind of a big one and little do they know that those things still tie into neurology Mm -hmm. more so than they do even the musculoskeletal system but we do have to educate pretty heavily on why we're going to be the ones that tell you we need to see you several times a week probably up front versus another chiropractor who's going to say that's silly like we'll just see you yeah here and there when yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. Pain. Mm-hmm. then you're just scratching the surface too so yeah it's i would say those are kind of our top okay right now. i love that um is there anything else that you want to mention before we jump off here and we wrap up where are we, we on time? are still yeah we're still running a special for august for back to school so if people come in in august if people want to we've been telling them like if they scheduled in august even if their appointment is in september we would honor that price okay because we don't know for sure what we're doing for september okay Um, but normally our first two visits with all of our exams our first adjustment everything that's normally 250 dollars. it's just 51 dollars for the month of 
August. So even if they schedule in August. So if you're seeing this, um, reach out. And where can they reach you? Yeah, so do you want me to just share a phone number or? And honestly, everything. I want socials, I want yeah. website, I want phone number. Yeah, so on Instagram, it is just Ascension Chiropractic. On Facebook, it's Ascension Chiropractic mm -hmm. Mo, and O for Missouri. Okay. And then um, our website is ascensionchiro.com. And our phone number is 816-441-9004. Perfect. And I will put that up on the screen. Yeah. All that information will be listed below as well. Sure. Or if it's uh, Facebook, it will be above. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank this you. was so great. Yeah. I'm so glad, even for just myself, to be a little more informed on the realm of chiropractic and knowing how the different avenues of treating patients. Yeah. So thank you so much.